Hello and welcome to the Digitech Jar podcast with me, Rebecca Fox and Colin Watson. Digitech Jar is where Colin and I open the lid on all things digital, technology and delivery, leadership strategy and people. And we might even delve into some current affairs in an informative but light-hearted and fun way for your education and most importantly, your enjoyment. And in today's podcast, we are going to be talking about leadership. Leadership, Colin? Yes, leadership. So, were you a good leader? No. <laughs> no. I'm done. That is the short answer. <laughs> um, I, I, I would say I was a, a good temporary leader. Um, work, working in instant management a lot. Um, taking charge of teams in the moment when the shit's hit the fan. I'm good at that, but. Managing teams. What, uh, you're good at the shit hitting the fan, or you're good at managing teams when the shit hits the fan. Uh, both, both. I'm good. I mean, when the shit hits the fan, that that really is where I thrive. Uh, the shit's there, and you're ready with the fan. Brilliant. The shit has hit the fan. Um, but, yeah, but when it comes to a day to day, that whole motivation, driving teams. No, no, that's not something. I'm that great at and a lot of that is down to having to deal with the day-to-day personal stuff uh, and things like that I just I struggle with it I'm I'm a loudmouth Scottish guy who can't just throw his arm around someone not... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair that's not true you used to give everyone cuddles in the office was it just like was it just a pretend that, thing that that's I mean I only cuddled the women, didn't I? That's because I'm a <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. It's all out now. Oh. If you'd like to sue Colin, his address is... <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was never hidden. <laughs> you used to cuddle the men, too. I see you and Jonathan used to have a bit of a cuddle every now and again. Yeah, that's just bromance. By the way, that, that, like isn't, that. that isn't... That isn't... a bro. By the way... <laughs> I love the way you said you're not a good leader. That was very funny. (laughs) It's interesting that temporary leadership, that task-focused leadership, is 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 very much a different style. And and there are moments, you know, when the proverbial does hit the fan that that you people just got to step up and do stuff. Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely a unique, and I think you were going. I saw you do it, and it's just you have to do it nicely with force to get to get this stuff done. Yeah, and I, Uh, I think that that. That's why I would say I'm not because when my style is, uh, and I get this from one of my very first bosses in IT, it was that when things go down, stand up, shout, get everyone to the to the table, right? What we're doing, where we're going, type thing. So I was always very good at that uh, in in the moment type of leadership and things like that. Whereas the kind of everyday general right where are we going with things what what's our big plan uh it, it really wasn't my skill set which i shouldn't really be announcing uh when i work in transformation and things like that but <laughs> so I, I prefer to be led than being that leader um i'm a sheep you're a sheeple yeah <laughs> so, that's about the only animal impression i can do by the way and i don't even think i do that very well it was okay what about you, though? Are you, <laughs> are you a good leader? Um, so, I, w- 
I, I, I'd say I am, actually. Um, I think I'm a good leader. I, I didn't used to be, that's for sure. I was a, a selfish, arrogant arse. Um, but I, I think I am now, actually. I think I am. And I don't think I'm the best, but I think I'm, I'm okay. I can confirm that. I, it, I would say Yard as well. Um, although we... Thank you. We worked on different parts of the programme. Um, there was still that interaction there as well, and yeah. Uh, I, th- I think I think just just in terms of for me, I think I think there's probably three parts of leadership. Certainly, if you look at digital technology, one is one is without question the people, and I think I don't mean the people in terms of just get stuff done in that moment, but the but the long because people are a strategy, and people you know all people are different. Because actually, for all the same, it'd, it'd be really boring, wouldn't it? Yeah. But people are all different things going all the time in their lives and they've got different skill sets and they've got different things that motivate them and I think that there's a long term leadership of getting to know someone I think that's one thing and I think that can be quite tedious because people including me are quite tedious I think there's then the, the that very task base we've got to get stuff done and whether that's incident management which is that short-term stuff or that project management where you've got to you know have you done this have we moved forward all that kind of stuff and even managing supplies is that kind of task-based stuff maybe and then you've got the technology bit which i think you know is is becoming less and less unique actually because they most most leadership jobs now have to think about technology but i think when you work in digital technology as a, as a function you've got to get the tech right because actually a mistake today is a mistake not just for today but for for years down the road whether you're building up technical debt or spending money that you shouldn't be spending i just um i think those three uh, are are crucial for good leadership within digital technology so do, do you think it's so, possible for that to be one person and have all of those skills or does it need to be two three different people what, what what's your thoughts on I think it depends on the size of the organisation. Um, you know, like clearly a a a, a, a big a bigger organisation with a bigger digital technology function. You know, you'd, you'd kind of hope the person vaguely at the top understands technology rather than than just understands you know strategy and and politics. Um, maybe that politics is also another part of leadership that we that we might want to touch on. But I think I think the person at the top does need to, you know, fundamentally understand technology, but also be able to bring all those other elements um, forward. Um, understand business, by the way, business and technology in terms of that sense. So, but I th- so the person at the top definitely has got to come from that elk. But I think then it's a mixture of, of people throughout it. I mean, you certainly wouldn't want, for example, you know, someone maybe heading up the the, the program delivery or the project delivery function just liking people and just focusing on that when actually they've got stuff they've got to do so i think it depends on the role they're doing and i think people's styles adapt to the role they're doing and well people can adapt their styles not not saying everybody does yeah um i i, I think i, I get what you're saying about the large and organization thing where you've obviously got people doing kind of different leadership roles and that's where i struggled i worked in, in an organization and they did have your your different leadership roles i suppose one of them would be the people leader and then the other one's the kind of functional leader as well and i just felt it was so yeah. disconnected i had one person in one hand telling me that uh right this is what your holidays are this is what i want you to be focusing on for the next six months for your review and everything then i had another person on the other side saying right scrap all that we need you to do these tasks type thing and it's like well are you guys actually talking to each other there seems to be a huge disconnect 
what do you mean I'm not getting my bonus? Why is this guy not told you I've done all this? I am wonderful. I deserve my bonus type thing. Well, I, I, I'm not sure that's good or bad leadership. It just, it just sounds like a terrible organisation to work in, to be fair. Because having, having, you know, it's dotted lines are okay, but 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 people giving you two different objectives is is is, is never good. Uh, it just says disaster. Uh, so oh, definitely was. And I, I mean, this is a huge organisation as well. But uh, yeah, won't mention any names. But... <laughs> So maybe, yeah, maybe we will. Yeah, go go for it. <laughs> so, 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 do you think it is possible then um, to have someone that's a good leader what? of people and technology? Yeah, absolutely. Because I am, I am it. No, no, no. I absolutely <laughs> think it is because I because I've worked with people like that. I've, you know, I've, I've worked with I work with people that you know, and I think you know, work with them and they've role model good behaviour. And I, you know, I, I'd like to think I've stolen their ideas um yeah. you know as, as a younger self and adopted them my adopted them myself set of the good bits i've also seen people <laughs> have been awful at it and yeah. um you know and you know there's yeah you know but equally i think i think we've also got to remember that that leaders are also people too themselves and actually sometimes you know they're they're um you know they have their own their own issues their own demons or their own inexperiences or um, stuff that they that they've got to deal with, and they're in these positions, you know, you know, for whatever reason. Um, yeah, you, you've, I think you've also got to give leaders the benefit of the doubt sometimes, as long as it's not venturing too far off the path of, yeah. of, of of what's you know what's not acceptable, but what's good. See, that's and that's one of the reasons I I don't think I'm a good people leader because. I'm very because you're no good. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'm I'm very no like, good, Colin. That that shit happens at home. Leave that at home. Don't bring that to my work when we've got all this stuff to do. And I think that that's that's a bad people leader. And and that sometimes is I can come across okay. as quite harsh that way, which I know isn't right because sometimes if if I'm down myself and I bring that into work. I'm looking for someone to be a good leader for me and recognise that. But then I recognise that I don't recognise that myself. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'm definitely pretty good at leaving my leaving my leaving my stuff at my front door. Um, you know, of course it does there's 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 moments where, where you where you you can't. Yeah. But I, but I also think in 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 management or leadership now is actually people are being given a bit of wiggle room. To, to you know to, to 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 talk about what's going on outside of work and yeah. and be given some some leeway and you know whether that's you know you know absolutely working 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 mums um who absolutely have it tough certainly the ones that have got no support um, or money around them to, to 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 help support with their kids whatever it is and um, whether you, whether you're going through a tricky patch with your relationship you know whether you've got mental health issues i think those are the things that a good people leader recognizes and says actually yeah. we need to support this person or give them some you know give give them some wiggle room because actually you know often people are trying their best but they can't do do better than what they're doing because of all these other things going on and i think a good leader recognizes that and knows that you give some people some space here you know a bit like flowers next month they're going to be blooming yeah um and i i, th- I think that's really uh, helped yeah, it's a bit it's really helped recently with the mental health thing where a lot of places um have 
accepted a lot more and, and they talk about it a lot more, which is a really positive step forwards. And, and I think we're starting to see that now, mainly because of coronavirus with the remote working thing. There are so many places that weren't adaptable to it. They didn't trust their people on it and things like that. So you're seeing that a lot more uh, with... <laughs> well, what, what I think, I think the coronavirus... No, I'm laughing because, you know, because I, I definitely was a bit like this myself and I'm, you know, hands up guilty, you know, remote working, you can't say what people are doing. I, I certainly have mellowed over the last the last few years. But instantly these organisations that were like, you know, we can't do remote working, they've suddenly had to do it to keep their business going. So you have to trust your people. But actually good leaders do trust their people because because they get to know them. Yeah. Um. They get to know them. I think that's really important to know what you know makes someone someone tick. You know what their what their values are. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I can I can count on on one hand how many good leaders I've actually had, um, and they are the people that allow you to to just crack on and do these things. Working to deliverables and and having that trust in you and allowing you to 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 give your best. I think I think that's a good thing you say there. Deliver deliverables, you know, whatever that is, objectives, goals, whatever whatever it is you want to call them. But but just giving people that scope to working to yeah. to, to to allow people to grow, but also allow people to to create their own destiny within parameters. I think I think is really important to good leader because actually, if they just did what you said, exactly what you said they'd just be doing the same as 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 you know just the same as well maybe not the same as you but just just something else was actually giving people wiggle room to 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 do other things it's really important yeah um, but and i actually think i think that's something that they're still teaching in school they're still teaching do as i say and exactly as i say it's, it's very difficult i mean these some of these teachers they're, they're a lot more modern and they want to push their own ideas but there seems to be a lot of these other ideas that come uh, where it's very robotic very production line like and i do see that in a lot of workplaces where they maybe they, there's a maybe there's a, a podcast on education and, yes. <laughs> and that because actually it's a bit like you know mcdonald's factory farming isn't it where yeah. i'm not saying mcdonald's do factory farming by the way but i'm just saying that whole thing it's just a process um, and processes are good, by the way. We both love processes. Oh, but you do need to 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 have some nuance in them sometimes, and yes. nuance in managing people. Sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, you can. You don't need to follow processes to the letter, but some people think really. <laughs> yeah, so, but it says that's the process. That's another podcast as well. Oh. <laughs> So, so yeah, what, you, you you have to apply some common sense to this process. Yeah. Should I jump off this cliff? No. <laughs> you stay this side. <laughs> yes. So what what makes a good so, technology leader then? It's, I mean that's that's um, what we are talking about, isn't it? So. I, yeah, it is, it is. But I, but I, well, I think I think all people that lead deep digital technology need to understand technology fundamentally. I don't think you can just be a good people leader and, and get technology. I mean, of course the. the people at the top of it you need to understand business you've got to get politics um you know absolutely because actually you know the, because because it is the, the higher you go it's more of that stuff but i think you need to understand technology and you can't just think oh we'll stick it in the cloud whatever it is you've got to you've got to get to a level of depth about it because because making the wrong decision in a, in a large corporate you know you're wasting 
you know, millions, if not billions in some instances over the, the coming years. Backtracking, you're wasting, you know, lots of resource in terms of putting stuff in that might be the wrong stuff. But what what makes a good technology leader? I think someone that is just listening to what's out there and not following the latest trend. I mean, I've, I've worked with people that have followed the latest trend and use the latest programming language and and it's obsolete nobody's using it i think i think there's um i think unless you're a leading edge business where you've got to develop in the latest tech and you've got to take that risk you know just following what's going on and making sensible decisions is the right thing to do yeah i agree I, right I, I, I think as well <laughs> good leadership is recognizing when you've made the wrong decisions and being able to deal with that. I think this never happened to me, Colin. Never happened. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> well, I've already said that. I, I don't do leadership, so... Yeah, whenever I've really made never, I've never been that situation. <laughs> <laughs> whenever I made a wrong decision. And you're absolutely spot on, never. actually. You know, just, just being able to say I made a mistake. Just been able to say, made a mistake doing a podcast with Colin. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, yeah. just knowing you made a mistake is a really. <laughs> and, and just just in terms of tech, I think I think there's this whole thing of good leadership is actually knowing when you've got to make a strategic decision and when you've got to make a tactical decision. Um, and I think certainly, you know, certainly around the COVID COVID time, making tactical decisions has often come over strategic decisions. And I think, you know, getting the back in balance and and you know, not building up technical debt, um, you know, is is really important whenever you can. And unpicking technical debt if you can is really important. But just I think just just keep an eye on that. It's like what you what you, what is this gonna look like, you know, in a year's time, in two years' yeah. time, in three years' time, you know, what are the texts are uh, 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 around that where maybe this can all join up to. I'm moving my hands around. I don't know why. <laughs> See, yeah. you you would have been a great instant manager because that is exactly it. When you're when you're dealing with the moment, you should always have that one eye on the problem management side of things, thinking right, what does this mean for the future? We're doing all this, but what does that actually mean? How's this going to look in the future? We need to start planning as well. You fix everything at the moment, but start looking at the long-term fix and, the, and what is our goal? What are we trying to achieve in the future here? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I could, yeah, I could have been a good yeah. leader for you in that. <laughs> really? Who <Yeah>. are you? <laughs> <laughs> just you, though. Just you. <laughs> just me. Oh, yeah. it's really kind of you. Yeah, so we talk about people, talk about tech. And that, and that task thing, which is, you know, just, just getting things, you know, think sometimes things just have to be done and actually you kind of cut, you're not cut corners, but you you sometimes have to think less about the person and more about the task you want to get done in some circumstances. Absolutely, that's important in in um, in incident management. Um, yeah. Also in terms of when you're in a project or the programme, but, but you do have to think about the people because actually it is people that are getting stuff done. Well, I say people are getting stuff done. AI, could you imagine, you know, we should do a whole podcast on AI, by the way. Um, but just at some point, maybe we're not going to be managing people. Maybe we're going to be managing AI. So how do you motivate an AI, maybe? Guys, hmm. uh, when we go into Terminator stuff and things like that, that that, that scares me a wee bit. <laughs> Does it? Oh, we'll yeah. have to keep off. I don't, I, don't want to scare, I don't want to scare you, Colin. So, so have, you, have, you, um, have you worked for any good, good leaders? Have you worked for anyone that you thought, oh, my God, they're... <clears throat> Yeah, real. I mean, there's one in particular. Real, by the way. <laughs> there's there's one in particular that really stands out. So I, I've 
Oh, def- thank you, Colin. Thank you. That's so <laughs> kind. I, I have a few different. So I remember one one retail manager that I had back when I worked in sales who was the worst manager ever. Ever. Um, he was shit. He, he couldn't motivate. Uh, he wasn't was, very was nice. It. But it was it, just shit. Yeah. <laughs> but we we had a we had a senior manager in retail, and he used to always have everyone say. Good morning, Mr. XYZ, rather than calling him by his first name, whereas everyone else spoke in first name terms. Um and, and that the manager I had, my direct manager, said something to me that stuck with me the whole time throughout my career. And it was it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Um and that that's always stuck with me. So with these people who sit at the top and think, Oh, look at me, look at me, type thing. Now he was a shit manager, that guy, but he said something that stuck with me. I've had friends that have been managers that's been difficult to manage, but I've had one one really awesome manager, uh, and I've had managers that became friends as well, but one manager who would challenge me, he would influence mm-hmm. me, he would allow me to get on with my own thing, put trust in me, work to my own deliverables, manage my own time, but support me, um, tell me when I was wrong, and 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 encourage me in my career, and actually take a gamble on me. Right, you don't know how to do that. Let let's let's push that. Let's make sure you're learning so that you can do that. So that that's going to help develop your career and everything like that. And he was really really good, and I would go work for him again. Still still keeping in contact with him and everything like that. Um, so I think I I good I really a good. Leader is someone that will do all that. So they're an enabler. They're going to influence you. They're going to challenge you. They're going to help you implement positive change. Um, and l- and look at the long term plan. Yeah, and, and that that person was not you, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, we, we kind of we didn't kind of really work. We we worked, we worked together, didn't we? That's yes, we did. We did. And and it was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Well, well that's why we're chatting part. today, I think. Yeah, well, that's exactly yeah. it. No, it was because you were yeah. desperate, and I was, I was the last person, and I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've definitely had some. Uh, I, I think I can't. I've definitely. I think I probably learned most from the from the from the from the good managers and the good leaders I've I've worked with. Um, but I certainly have learned a lot from the people, the people that haven't been good managers and leaders. And and I think the people thing is so important, actually, treating people as people. Um, and certainly those direct reports and the people that just sit below that, you know, understanding um, what they take. And, and as you said, I mean, that person that gave you, you know, some some direction and some objectives, but didn't really say how you want to do it in, unless they saw you go off, off piste a bit. And just kind of kind of lead you back in there, but actually give you that empowerment and that trust to go and do an amazing job yeah. within some parameters, you know, and be nice about it. Because actually, some people are, you know, when I was a manager in my early twenties, arrogant arsehole, just like, oh, I just like, I'd look back at myself and just think, what a, what a dick. Yeah. Just like, oh. Whereas now. See, yeah, I still think, same, yeah, what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I know what you mean. I, I, I mean that 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 manager I was talking about there. Well, they're absolutely great. They weren't the weren't the biggest people person. Um, but as well, I had another manager who 
and when I started in, in the, the same place, uh, who we became great friends really, really quickly. And I would actually now say, so we, we, he was my manager for a while, um, and then we became colleagues, so working alongside each other. But out of that, from being a manager, I've taken a lifelong friend out of that as well, who's someone that I can just pick up the phone to and, and talk to, which I think was great because his people skills were completely different to the other manager as well. Um, and that's where I think sometimes having that separation, they were both really good at tech. One wasn't as good with people as the other one, but I still think they were both absolutely brilliant managers. Well, that that is always a question, isn't it, about about people working in digital technology? It's like you know, people not having a personality. You know, you could be tech or you could be people. Choose one. I, I don't think that's true anymore. Thank goodness, I, I at all. I think you've got you know some really good good people that that do both really really yeah. well. Um, yeah. As long as they've not got a bigger personality thing. than me, then I'm happy. I like. <laughs> This is the centre uh, of attention. Look at Mr. Watson, I'm the centre of attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, see, it works great for incident management. <laughs> that's so good when you want everyone day to day to get on and do some amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe that's why I chose that <laughs> side of things. <laughs> yeah, but but I think but I think yeah, that's interesting actually. Having having a personality as a as a leader. I think it's important, you, you know, I'm not saying you need to be the figurehead, but you need to be a figurehead. You need to be a role model. You need to, you need to be recognised, I think is really important because having, having a leader that, you know, isn't, isn't known, isn't visible, kind of means the whole team isn't known, isn't visible. And I think, I think that's really important. I think going back to that people in technology, you know, in darkened rooms, darkened offices and fed sandwiches. It's like that for me is not a good technology leader. You need someone that, that is out, is out there, you know, not out, out there, you know, you know, so they've got no time back on the, on the business, not happening, but just someone that's out there invisible. So important. Yeah. Well, that can, I mean, I I know we're not kind of talking basically floor walking, but that kind of floor walking person, Tap me in the shoulder. How's things going? What we're we doing? Where are we? Do we need help? Just engaging with you, both on the people side and on the tech side of it. Just throwing that virtual arm around you and saying, "Right, where are we? What what's going on? Um, what can I do to help?" Type yeah, thing. but but not doing it in an intrusive way. Not not like yeah. it's someone actually over your shoulder all the time. But just can I check it in? Yeah, it's it's actually hard to do actually when you're when you're when you're leading and you're focused on a thing, but you've got these other people. You do have to make time. You do have to make time for people, yeah. um, for sure. And it is actually quite hard to get the balance right. And and so. that that's where I was bad because when there was a a major incident on the go and I've got senior management hounding me, I would go and stand over techies. Have you done that yet? You done that yet? You done that yet? <laughs> I think there's a moment for that. I think if you did it every day when there wasn't an incident, I think it'd be a problem. And, and some definitely some managers and some leaders do it. I mean, I, you know, it happens. But actually, if there's an incident going on, you know, yeah. sometimes that's, you know, that's what is required um, to get that done. Uh, it's a lot of the time wasn't productive. Usually, I would, I mean, 
I would do it with people if they were the, the only ones available to do it, but a lot of the time I would generally try and allow them to crack on, do the work, and then come back to me within agreed time scales and things like that. But yeah, I, so, yes, it's standard just, over people, it's no good. Can we just go back to the friends thing? Because actually I think this is one, one bugbear that I have. And, you know, I... I've not often, certainly in my early career, made friends with people at work because actually I've, I've always kind of kept kept it, you know, se- separate. And I think as I get older, I'm, I'm getting more relaxed with, with with myself for sure. But actually, I I really dislike cliques in organisations where people are, you know, where people have got friendships that are just a bit too cliquey, a bit too friendshipy. I think you know, business relationships should be of a friendly nature. Um, for sure but I think when you there's like a line that's crossed where actually it's more favoritism and I I think that's a really dangerous place to get into and I you know and some people don't do it and I've seen it done terribly and it's just at the detriment of everybody um I think it's really important that leaders don't do that um yeah don't do that I think I think it's um it's not good I don't like it at all that yeah no I get that I I get that it's I mean the the one that I've I've made a lifelong friend, uh, people I could see how that perception with them maybe came across. But then, if they were in meetings with it, I mean the amount of times we would disagree, argue, um, have different visions on where we should be going with things, and then walk out of that meeting. I mean, totally exploding, full blown arguments and things like that, and then walk out of that meeting and say right. When we're going for lunch, let's go for a beer tonight, type thing. We we were able to completely separate that and have that working relationship and that friendship completely separate. But I've seen a lot of people so, exactly what you're saying where there is the cliques, and it's oh, I'll give that so, to my friend. So answer answer me answer me this then. So people saw you arguing, having a full blown argument. Did you feel that you could do that a full blown argument with them because they were your friend? Um, and what would other what were other people thinking? It's like what are these two going on? I mean, was that how did other people feel when you were doing that? No, it's the exact same type of when I say argument, it's not shouting and screaming at each other type thing. It's that it's that kind of work argument where you've got a disagreement and it's the exact Strong same discussion. ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did it. It's because of the Scottish accent, it sounds like an argument. Um but no, no exactly everyone's angry. <laughs> we are. Um it's the exact same I would have with other people as well. It was never, it was yeah, never okay. because because he was my friend I could have that. Yeah, I'd seen yeah. myself having the exact same debates with other people as well, and him, and um, agreeing to disagree, but being able to take that out. Yeah. Whereas, whereas I've seen people who have been friends and they fell out with that person because they can't separate. Well, why are you not agreeing with me? You're my friend. You should be agreeing with me and backing me up in that meeting type thing. And, 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 that, and that's when the cliques yeah. cliques calls. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, there's, I, there's definitely a point in time for leadership where you can't get too friendly or you can't, you know, you've got to understand where that boundary is for sure. Yeah, 100%. So, and that's why you shouldn't really make we, friends and what should just go there and forget yes, about them. In, in terms of that kind of subordinate kind of thing. It's interesting. Um, the, the the one thing that frustrates me a bit about people that work in digital technology is when they're just focused on the technology and, and certainly not focused on the wider business and they're just doing stuff because it's the tech they want to do. And I yeah. think that's a real problem with leadership. It's just like, well, I, 
I like this tech and that's what I'm going to do. It's like, well, it doesn't mean it's right for the organization. It doesn't mean it's right for the business. Yeah. You know, especially when, especially when I see this build, not buy stuff. And sometimes absolutely building something new is the best thing to do and the right thing to do. But let's be honest, nine times out of 10, it's not. Unless yeah. you're a startup where, you know, that's your IP. Ah, <laughs> yes. I, it, it's, it's look, right, the company spends all this money having a vision. And, and pulling together a strategy and then no one reads that strategy and everyone just goes and goes this is what's best for the company you don't, you don't read my documents, hang on a minute <laughs> oh, it's like oh my you god listen to my PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> is that part of the so you've got all these deliverables is that part of the, the company's IT strategy no, well why the hell are you doing it <laughs> <laughs> but, but that goes back to leadership it's like good leadership spots that and calls it out you know yeah. ideally or or doesn't 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 let it happen it's that, i think that people that you know that that task thing the thing of getting stuff done and that and that technology stuff when they all come together you know and it's great when you when you see people have got that um i think it's really really lovely to see and, and actually work with them you know just you can it's, it's like it's like watching a beautiful thing I think so, that's when you go back to so, the, our first podcast, What is Digital? And you think, well, are these people <laughs> in leadership? Actually, do they know what digital is? And that's why. So they're putting out an IT strategy, but do they actually know what that IT strategy is and what the purpose? Or are they just doing it because yeah. they read somewhere that that's what you should do? But, but that, that is, and going back to that first podcast, I think we talked about, you know, digital was a, was a, a, it was like a culture but actually, digital and digital is a culture. It's a way of it's a way of working, a way of thinking. But it also is, you know, we can't forget. It's also about technology, because unless you have the right technology in the right place at the right time, it ain't anybody used to anyone. So you've you've, you've got to get that right, and good leadership to get all, all of that right. Yeah. So so um, yeah. So it, it, so if you if you <laughs> sorry sorry I'm just going, I've I've said my favorite boss. Who's yours? Um. So I've probably got. Um, I've kind of got lost. I mean, I've, I've taken things away from all my bosses. I think probably my first boss was really good. Um, I, I just, um, in fact, we we shared a desk. We shared a, like a, a partner's desk together. It's like this really old desk in this in this um, place. And he he definitely taught me lots. He definitely nurtured me, and I really really value what what he did for me. Um, and then I have one favourite saying of of someone I used to work with. I don't think they were, they were my favourite boss, um, but also, you know, I was, I was I was dealing with a lot of home, so I probably was, I think I was, I was definitely cruising in that role, should I say, but they said to me, Rebecca, choose your battles, and I've always taken that, always taken that with me, actually. Um, 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 and then, who's, who's, my, who's been my favourite boss? Um, actually, I can answer that. My favourite boss is myself. <laughs> 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 having my own business working for myself is brilliant but actually that does mean that you then have lots of different bosses um you know and the, the one of the people i work with right now is is an organization that looks after um hr people development and the guy in charge of that is is genuinely uh, I, th- I think a really really good leader and a good figurehead um you know, so I, I I'm I'm thoroughly thoroughly enjoying really working with 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 that with that one client at the moment. Um that's half the for battle, me the people that just care about the people it is people that care about the people, they're my favourite bosses, but the ones that also don't forget 
there's an organization that needs to run under this as well and whether mm. that's related to the tech bit or whether that's related to actually you know we if we don't all succeed none of us succeed um see I, i'm probably in the other yeah. end of that spectrum where it's the i'm more kind of towards the work side of it but they also care about the people type thing or are we seeing the same thing there <sighs> I think we might be saying the same thing because an organisation can't work without people and it can't deliver without people. I think we probably are saying the same thing. I, I, you know, by the way, I, there's, there's a point where, you know, you have to, you, you've got to stop not caring about the people. You've got to appreciate the people. And if that person needs to leave the organisation or be developed or whatever it is, that's where you need to put the focus. Um, but I think caring about the people and showing you care makes such a big difference and it, it improves, you know, the output yeah. But there's a point when it can go too far, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So. So any 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 bad leaders? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said we've only got four minutes left. <laughs> I know. Um, it's the it's the, these people that, that don't see the bigger picture. For me, it's very difficult working in transformation. It's very difficult that. The people that are working in their silos and they don't get that holistic view uh, and they think they're doing their bit is really good. They've got their own wee team. It's, do you know, a good example is I've worked with so many project teams who build something, implement it, then support mm -hmm. it. And mm -hmm. they're the ones that change it. They don't they don't embed anything in the organization as a whole. They turn from project manager, highly paid project managers to highly paid of first line support desk people. And those yeah. th those yeah. people that are, are, are leading them, though I've worked with quite a few of them. Uh, look, this is my ship, this is my baby. I'm keeping this myself. There's far too many of them out there still. I think for me that's just a failed operating model you know you, you know it, it's just a failed people can change roles for sure but it you know the, the roles have got to change the operating model has got to work and I you know I I've definitely worked with organizations that have that that you yeah it, it's it's you you've got to stop that straight away so I think yeah. that's really interesting yeah okay well for, for me the, the, I, so, so people aren't pe leaders that don't treat people fairly they're the ones that 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 really frustrate me, and I, I've I've seen that most in owner managers where where they treat people differently in the organisation, and I I find that I find that just it just really a because it well, I, I I was definitely felt like I was treated unfairly um, in one organisation, and I stayed there a long time. I did some amazing stuff, but I I, I learned how not to be a lead. Yeah, you know, I learned the bad things about leadership. Yeah, there. not. You know, and just just took it away. This is something I don't want to do, but I was very conscious it happened. I hate, yeah, oh, yeah, worst leader ever. Yeah, yeah, not good. Unfairness. I hate unfairness. Yeah, I get that. Anyway, I, th I think it's I think I think it's a wrap. I think we need to we need to need to do that. So so in summary, maybe we should just end on a positive. What makes a good leader? Three words that make a good leader, Colin. Enabler. Influencer. Yeah. Yeah. Positive. Okay. What about you? Um, for me, it's probably, um, I think someone that can motivate, someone that 
I'm, I'm probably going to go more than three words, actually. Can I have bigger picture as a, as a, is that bigger picture? Can we hyphenate that? We'll put a, yeah, put a hyphen on. <laughs> so motivator, bigger picture. Um, and if we're talking about digital and technology, I'd say, can I have hyphenated someone that gets technology? <laughs> you, you you can make this up as you go along. It's your podcast. Thank you. Do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so motivational. Um, I forgot what the last one was. <laughs> gets technology. Motivational, bigger picture, and gets technology. Yeah. yeah. Colin, as always, it's been a, a really great time chatting to you. Thank you so much for spending the last 40 minutes with me. Um, it's goodbye from Rebecca. And it's goodbye from me. Thank you. Bye. Bye.